Here is Sub-Zero! Now, Plane Zero! This movie has good and very bad things about it. Touch me, motherfucker. <laughs> this is spooky time. If you got big titties, I'll do whatever you want. Black Hawk needs to pee. Don't y'all like this, boy? I didn't hit her. I didn't touch her. It's bullshit. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. You're doing like Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> We're gonna find so them. We're gonna find them. He's, he's gonna be the hope for my human. I hope she has hey. it in my sack. The sun not. becomes the father of the father. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Plane Zero, the podcast dedicated to finding out if the movies of the past hold up in the present so that you can watch them in the future. My name is Travis. I'm Alex. I'm Aaron. Nick. Yeah, and we're all here through the magic of telephones. Um, go to planezero.com where you can find links to all social media. And by all, I just mean uh, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, you can also find links there to the Apple Podcast, as well as click in that store tab where you can buy stuffs. All kinds I of feel stuffs. Like, I feel like Jeffrey Tambor and... Um Something about Mary, because I'm like laying on my back. You're just laying on your back reading a script. <laughs> yeah. But but you know like what about that time where you went and you had gonorrhea or whatever he says <laughs> is it chlamydia? I've seen one of those. Oh yeah, yeah we we cured all sorts of stuff there. <laughs> but yeah yeah so do all that at the planezero.com and uh, enjoy and this is episode three hundred and twenty two. 322. Wow. That's, that's, that's Sparta plus 22 for anyone keeping math. So who I, picked I, I, this I week's it. episode? I did. Nick did. Um, I chose something. Um, how, what year was this? Let me check. Beyond uh, the mat. Uh, yeah. 2000. Okay. I really? chose Beyond the Mat. It looks so which much is, older. Um, oh, came 1999, out when, but whatever. Okay. When we came out, it came out while we were in high school. High and school. this is kind of the um, the the end of when I stopped watching wrestling. Came pretty much when I graduated high school, I stopped watching wrestling. Um, so this is a documentary. The director, basically, it's kind of his, um, we just his lost love letter to Nick just started talking inside of a like like you were inside of a cup or something. That's weird. Are you are you at, just out of curiosity as we're having this conversation? Are you holding the handset up to your head or are you using like a headset? No, I'm just holding the, my phone. Oh, that's probably why you probably moved in a way and moved the phone away from your mouth for like a second. Oh, yeah, um, you, you so got to be conscious kind of, of that with this with this new yeah. uh, socially distant format. So it's basically the love letter of this director of how much he loved wrestling, what he grew up with. So, um, and it follows different, um, different wrestlers about their careers and different points. And it, in reality, it's just kind of a bummer when you watch this movie, but also hilarious all at the same time. 
This yeah. guy wrote. I mean, it's showing is interesting that it it's showing like all the shit he loved, but at the same time, it's all the stuff he grew up with ended up sad and broken. But at the same time, the current stuff you see, like the current superstars, and they're not at that point at all. No. And by the way, because he talked about it at the beginning of the movie, so he's a writer, right? Uh, let's go. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go through yeah. some of the things that he this wrote guy, prior he to this. So he SNL. wrote Police Academy Two, so which is the best one? He he wrote Part Three. Um, oh. No, no, I'm sorry. He gets credits for three and four and five because of the characters he cre- he introduced in Part Two. Um, he wrote. He worked on the screenplay for Coming to America. Uh, he also worked on the screenplay for Boomerang, The Nutty Professor, um, The Nutty Professor 2, uh, The Honeymooners with Cedric the Entertainer, and then he also did writing on uh, Saturday Night Live. And I'm seeing that he's also working on the new Coming to America also. Screenplay oh, and story by, yeah. So, so, so that's- What was that, Aaron? Maybe he's friends with Eddie Murphy. Probably, I mean, I probably from working be. on Coming to America. That seems to be because he does a lot of work with Eddie, yeah, with Eddie or, Murphy's. Um, and they're going to make that sequel, which is going to be so good. That trailer is it's, terrible. It's already yeah. made, sir. Also, by, by the way, those those the, those people in the barber shop should be in their hundreds. <laughs> or, so or um, dead. <laughs> Oh man, that's is that really they should be in their hundreds? <laughs> like they were they were supposed to be in their sixties in the first movie, so now it's been over thirty years. So they punched him in the chest. That's true. Cash is clay. <laughs> so so because this so this movie basically is the the height of the attitude era. Um the greatest and, era. <laughs> and and that's the thing though. Um it highlights a lot of stuff that's like just not around anymore because like it goes into ECW, um, it goes into these like really shady schools. Like those still exist, but like the farm system they had back then, um, where you get you this that, like, that our that our uncle Mike ran. That yeah, basically looks like our uncle. Um, like you get to see the seediness of the industry, um, but then you also get to see like the height of it because I mean, this is when wrestling was at its arguably biggest when, yeah. when, 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 when it was men. <laughs> well, well, I mean like I, financially, I, I was noticing is like, I, I look at some of these wrestlers now besides um, Aaron's buddy drew. Um, a lot of them look very young. Like they don't like, like if you look at the wrestlers in this, they look like, like, like big, Burly, like weathered, like you know, like. But that's what wrestlers should look like. I'm just saying, like I think it's interesting that yeah, because like I mean, um, Nick pointed out that uh, when we were talking about this, that um, what's his name is was only like sixty at the time. Jake the Snake. No, not Jake the Snake. Harry Funk. Um, oh, Harry Funk. No, he yeah, he was in this. He was only fifty three, which yeah. is crazy. He's the like, he's related. He's he's part. He's he's related to ter- uh, to uh, Funkhauser. But see that that's the thing when we used to talk about this movie, like and talking about Terry Funk, like it seemed like he was really really fucking old, but 
he was only in his fifties. That's um, not even that old. It seems like for wrestling, like, like people the, that continue yeah. to do it. Like the Undertaker just retired, and he's in his sixties. Um, and he looks nowhere as as shit as Terry Funk. But Terry helps. Funk still. By the way, Terry Funk today update still to this day or pre COVID. We're still wrestling. Sad. Wow. Like that's crazy. Like, but like I mean, he like, could barely like do anything as a person back then in his fifties. It's just like just stop. But I guess like in the Undertaker's case, it kind of proves the point that the higher your voice is, the more longevity you have. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, as a as a suburban <laughs> commando reference, everybody. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I still yeah, feel it's... like an NPR host over here, though. Next, next caller. Um, but it, it's it's interesting seeing like you have these these legends at the time, like even in the like late nineties, <clears throat> like juxtaposed next to like The Rock and Stone Cold and Mankind, who are featured heavily, <clears throat> and they're like at the top, but they never they're they're probably never going to get to the point where. Like someone like Terry Funk got to, where it's like they're just broken and beat down. Um, well, because they're not, mo- mo- they're like not even in wrestling anymore. Because they're 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 better than it. <laughs> yeah, like they they have connections still to it. Um, but also, <clears throat> it shows the the weird obsession. Um, like like with Terry Funk's case, he's just obsessed with performing. Like his Jake the Snakes is a money thing. Yeah, because um, he needs drugs. Yeah, yeah he, I mean, and thankfully he's fine now. Yeah, now he's great. Because um, the movie The Wrestler is basically Jake the Snake, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, how, Shred, how is it watching this for you? Because like you didn't watch during the Attitude Era. Because no, you didn't no. watch good wrestling. So how is it? <laughs> Well, um, I mean, it was cool to see, like, because it's like when I was watching, like, the ECW part, I'm like, oh, shit, it's um, Blue Meanie. Oh, it's fucking, it's Devon. Like, Paul Hanneman like, in, in a, like, a Jersey house. Yeah, you, you know, and um, it was just interesting to see, like, all, like, oh, I recognize that guy, that guy. And there's D'Lo Brown, you know, walking around. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Bad, um, the Blue Meanie. Yeah, yeah. D'Lo and, Brown. Um, and uh, I think uh, one of the things that I... I um, Jake the Snake in his um, Hall of Fame speech said that, and this kind of is to the point of like um, Terry Funk, where he says it's it's as it's as addictive as any drug. Like it's almost impossible to like stop wrestling if you really love it. Um, and I don't know if that was necessarily the case for him, obviously, because we were seeing that yeah he needed money for for drugs and whatever else it was even with even with his sex the best thing that a quote which i still say sometimes two girls two girls with toys how he says how crazy he gets yeah. <laughs> and then and then now he just talks about double cheese motherfucker or something no no, no, no it's i wish he did him. <laughs> he he was in this though jim Cornette. The, he had glasses he was he had um wire um frame glasses and he was when they had the um the like do with who the balding guy who was tiny and swole um he was watching them in the back like oh shit i've never seen that before like that's what he that's how he normally talks i don't i don't believe you 
Hello? Um, I said but, I don't uh, believe you. No. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought this was, Wait, was actually it, really I'm sorry, was it when... Of, sorry. I'm surprised... Is Aaron saying something? I can't, no, I can't. Shred, I, I'm sorry. I was just interjecting real quick. Wait, was that are you, the scene you're talking about just for everyone else, uh, Nick? Uh, it was the scene where the guy who was gonna who was like auditioning, not not draws, but the other guy who no, was kind of like yeah, they were doing the, that little match. Yeah, those two jobbers. It was like it was the taller black dude and then the, the little tiny guy who was with, like balding. He had ugly purple pants. With the one promoter who was um My who, Uncle Mike. Yeah, okay, okay. That's that's why I just wanted to make sure, especially uh you know, for anyone else listening. Okay, sorry about that, Shred. Go ahead. Oh no, Aaron uh, disconnected He'll be back. I don't know. No, no, no. He's yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah, I told you. you that was where he disconnected. Like things we're, like we're this are bound to, to happen, but you can just jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, we can jump back in on this way instead of having to recall. So yeah, but yeah, they works. they do show Jim Cornette a few times. Um, oh, yeah, Aaron Mr. <laughs> One is this like a is this a YouTube video? No, no. It's a, well, well, yes and no, but they're referencing some guy imitating him. But yeah. You, you can see the actual video that he's making fun of on YouTube. I think But then you can find the video of the guy doing this imitation also. Uh, I'm gonna need so, to see yeah. who who is That's also who is also in the in um Beyond the Mat. Bruce Pritchard, Bruce, yeah. Yeah Bruce Pritchard. He's one of the guys who The Rock is talking to before he goes and have the match with um I almost said man thing. <laughs> uh, but um but but mankind and how he tells him what he's gonna do and he, about his entrance when he comes in like that guy is bruce pritchard who used to be a character in wwf and but now he's just like now he just has a podcast and he's not doesn't actually work for them anymore he was what was his anymore. character was he doing the clown he was oh he was brother love oh shit he that was brother love yeah, yeah. Oh man, I remember um, Brother Love. He writes. He writes for SmackDown now. Oh, he, he doesn't. Oh, he did get hired. He's back writing. Yeah. Oh, I We're, didn't know that. No. Val, Val Venus is not in this enough at all, and by uh, by enough, I mean at all. Oh, but uh, they show him once. They show him once. That doesn't count. He doesn't. I don't get to hear him say "Hello, ladies." <laughs> that was amazing. He's got a. He's got a puke. He's got yeah, so that's like one of the other, and it's like I thought that guy was like a bigger part of the story, but he's really only in it in the beginning, and then at the end it's just like, oh, and he's paralyzed. Yeah, and D'Lo Brown's the one who did it. Bad, yeah, bad. D'Lo uh, Brown, had a lot of the baddest damn in the whole ma- damn town. Um, but at the same time, like, well, you're having like these two, these stories of like Terry Funk and Jake the Snake and. You're having the story of mankind play out too, which is also at like the the height of the mankind whole, whole Mick persona. Foley, yeah, Mick Foley, like at his at his biggest. Yeah, because I mean, um, but, but also, you know, this is shortly after the whole um, <clears throat> reintroducing Cactus Jack. Yeah, um, and you know the whole dude love run because the um, dude is a lover. And so, like, this is post. Uh, this is post Hell in the Cell, I believe, <clears throat> um, which, <clears throat> which kind of makes me laugh at the reaction that um, his wife is giving when he's getting chair shots, because it's like, man, how the <laughs> fuck is your? Is your Wait, what? 
Aaron thinks that's bullshit. It still feels like she's overselling it. <laughs> probably. Well, you know, it probably is a little <laughs> bit. I feel like, like they it probably said like, be. yeah, like oh, when when he gets hit, like you got you gotta like act like it's it's death. Um, big old titties. Like but but the funniest or, part, uh, the funniest thing to me in this is just when they're showing like mankind like Mick Foley with his, like with his family and all that and he's walking around and he's wearing the button up short shirt with like the really little shorts and it oh, just he is, looks like like a mom yeah he's it's very it's all very ill fitting like in <laughs> yeah. wrong proportions one 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 item of clothing is too baggy and the other <laughs> item of clothing is not and he's not in character he's just being Mick Foley have you, have you seen his daughter no yeah, that's her in the. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean wait? I because I think Abe has talked about his daughter. Yeah, yes, he yeah. has. Yes, he has. So. Um. Yeah, and uh, his, son, his son uh, works for the company too. He also writes. He's in wrestle. No, he's a writer. Oh. I think after seeing what their their dad went through, probably just yeah. want to work with a business, but not in that way. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame them in that regard. That, I they, mean, okay, so I. It's weird that their this... their whole family made their money by doing sound effects for mo- movies, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, so watching this, when I think back about this movie, I like I chose it because I just remember all the funny stuff. I mean, that's why I chose it. But then, when you're watching it, it just seemed because I've always thought this like wrestling is basically it's like it is a sport because of what they do physically to their bodies but it's just crazy that like how they it is like any athletes are the same like we see terry funk like doing this but it's like in the nba or nfl they stop doing it because teams are like no fuck you you're too old we're not gonna pay you so at least they get stopped but in this it just makes it more sad because there's really no one ever going to tell them, no, we're not going to hire you because you're still a name. Like Hulk Hogan's going to be in his 80s and like still walking down that ramp one day because it's just that's just what they do. Huh. It's going to well, be so, on Raw tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's Legends Night or something. So, But that's why it's like that. Like when they just make appearances or oh, they yeah. do like interviews like that, that's cool. And like that's what they should do. But it's like to see them like try to wrestle, it's like just stop. Like we don't it's okay. But I guess I know that they're crazy addicted because some so many of them have been addicted to pills and all this terrible shit. Like wrestling seems like it's the shittiest job to have based on all these stories just by watching this. Watching Coco beware in his fucking hotel room <laughs> do flap his arms i'm like sad i mean but that was funny but you know um and i think the other thing too is like vince will pay you money like like goldberg and undertaker like he'll pay you money and and it's a lot of money and it's like oh fuck yeah i want a lot of money like yeah but then if you're like how was terry funk making like huge money because it seemed like his family and him were already well off like i just he, don't understand what he was he doing. Had a, made his money back in the day no he's kind of like he had a he had a barbecue business or whatever he had a restaurant yeah. he had a restaurant and a car dealership 
And they were all called like, We Want the Funk. Like, he, he still... <laughs> that's why it's like, the, they kind of touch on it, but it's like, he didn't need to wrestle because he was still... Financially, he was fine. Oh, he wanted to. That's his yeah. thing. Yeah. And, it wasn't uh, like Jake the Snake where, where he needed to because... That like he'd be you know destitute. Oh yeah, God. Terry Funk. That, what is, that ESPN or, thing for um, Jake the Snake. Well, it, it came out like a few years ago. Oh, well, I, I want to say like, maybe ten years ago. But he's like they they send him out like high off of this shit. Like, and everyone's like, well, what the fuck are we gonna do? Like, he can't. We promised that he'd be here, and we gotta like put him in the show. Like, like it was <sighs> fucked up. I mean, yeah. I you know mean, what? I'm stupid. That was about Scott Hall. That's another dude. <laughs> that, uh, I, I saw oh, that clip. I think. And that that special was called oh, Kid, was called Kid in the Hall. <laughs> I gotta imagine Michael McDonald trying to do a Cuban accent now. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, um, yeah. The, the, then there's the another story going on with the um. Essentially, the the training camp, um, which shows like the, I guess the process back then of like trying to break into the industry. Yeah, and with, the, with the with the promoter guy, the one that Nick keeps saying yeah, looks like just, your guys' uncle. The examples they chose, like they really scrape bottom of the barrel. Like so, watching that. It's just like you see how he how he said, you know, you got to pay to play. So it's like, obviously, he's taking a bunch of money from people that have aspirations of being wrestlers and have no right to even be a wrestler. But at the same time, it just kind of it is weird that the guys that his best guys were those two guys. It's really weird that when I watched uh, an MTV True Life, a really ass old one showed John Cena but he was called something totally different, had a blonde flat top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he was like, he looked, yeah, he looks like you look at John Cena back then, which he still looks like now. He's just a big, swole fucking dude. Well, now, and he's no, athletic. Now, he, now he's just an elephant who eats pistachios. And no, that was so great. Those commercials. I wish he was. <laughs> those, those um, but, but like, yeah, seeing that, how shitty and... And obviously he's screwing people, but then they were even saying, well, he's freaking out because he makes commission if they get picked up. So it just like that's this, bullshit. And he's getting he, excited because he, he's, he's like, oh, they, they were talking. They were like, oh, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to use that move or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Blah. Yeah. See, I, I thought he was pissed about that at first, because basically it's like I'm taking the cool stuff that your guy did and we just don't need to hire a new guy. Now. But, uh, <laughs> no, like that guy sucks. Because I feel like he's deliberately taking advantage of these dudes that want to make it. Well, that's well, what, that's what everyone now. does, including Vince. Like they're all just taking advantage. I mean, well, yeah. Vince McMahon's an evil genius, but this is my Vince McMahon. Um, big swole, um, cocky walking down the. That's that's my Vince McMahon. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's the I one mean, I know. Like with, with especially like. Like yeah, because like from the like the brief period where I actually watched, um, just so I would know what you guys were talking about at lunch, uh, so yeah. I, so I started watching it just 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 to fit in, basically. <laughs> but that's that's the that's the that's the McMahon era that I know is like from from this or like also with with Shane and and Stephanie and like the whole Triple H thing with Stephanie and 
all of that stuff. Like that's that's the only time I've ever watched. Did we lose? Aaron? I mean, oh no. That's when most people were watching. I mean, I mean, it was yeah, it was definitely like the most popular era where it was on like five different networks. It felt like I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling, so this is why I couldn't. Uh, I, I can't relate to the '90s stories. You know, the one time though. I did watch wrestling. We were doing like a Boy Scouts meeting at uh, my friend's house. Um, it was this Jewish kid. And I remember he was a big fan. Of, he was a big Wait, fan. Wait, you're of in Boy Scouts? Club Scouts. Club Scouts. H- how long? Uh, let me see. Maybe four years. Did it suck for you? Because I was in it for like a year and it was terrible. You know, I, I it was a chance for me to hang out with my friends at, outside of school. Um and that was kind of cool. And See, I was in with my real friends. I feel like so. Well, uh, I, I was there. fortunate enough that you know that that uh, all my friends were kind of into. I was so. with these two twins that were my friends, but they always talked about each other's doppies and whatnot. <laughs> I, I feel like I there are multiple twins. people that. Oh, okay. It's that. It's that. Okay. <laughs> Like no, it's those legit twins. Also, there was a guy in our school when we were in elementary school who was big into the scouts and would wear his his uniform like every like for five years basically every day to school. Lee Lee Sobieski, big uh, big big ups, big ups. He, they did the Captain no, Planet theme. No, that was Patrick Sobieski. Yes. I'm sorry, Lee Workman. Lee Workman. <laughs> yeah, that's why I got confused. Patrick Sobieski did the Captain Planet I, I, theme I, for I, talent show. Glass House. What about the Glass House, Aaron? Lily Sobieski. Yes, Lee, yes, Lily Sobieski. Um, she's, from Never she's, Been Kissed. She's pretty smart, actually. <laughs> um, but no, the the one time I did watch wrestling uh, was one night at, at that guy's house because we were doing a meeting there, and he was like, "Hey, can they watch wrestling?" And my parents were like, uh, "Well, my mom was like, no," and my friend's mom was like, "No." He didn't care. He just put it on. So I just decided to watch anyways. And it was the night that um, that uh, Nash and um, was tasering Goldberg. <laughs> I'm like, what a night to start watching. Pluto Nash was Wait. tasering a, go- a goalie? Wait, you were watching um, WCW? Because he, he, he was the Goldberg fan. So he put WCW ah. on. Oh, my God. And this is later WCW. Yes. Yeah, because for me, what was weird was like I watched WCW to see how stupid and shitty it was, and then I watched WWF because it was just funny to me. We we would usually switch back like during commercials. Yeah, like, if there was a commercial during WWF, um, we changed WCW. And but I remember that those were like, see, it, I'm the opposite of Shred where. Those were the nights I was allowed to stay up past my bedtime. Yeah. Um, Because my bedtime was like 8.30 or something. Um, But wrestling night was like, all right, you can can watch that. And Mankind um, was probably my favorite at the time. I mean, I even dressed up for him as Halloween. I mean, I dressed up as him for Halloween. That was a great outfit. Oh, my God. Yeah. I went as uh, Mankind also uh, one year. You were like Cactus Jack, basically, right? Yeah, because I had the, the the flannel, and I but I had Mr. Socko too. So yeah, but I was I was a uh, fifth grader. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I this was during the era where 
you could get in trouble for wearing certain t-shirts. Um, there was only one t-shirt I got in trouble for. It was a DX Suckett shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Miss um, Haugen like, told my mom, like, <laughs> God damn. Miss <laughs> um, Haugen told my mom, like, hey, you know, he, he can't wear this shirt. Because it was just Hunter Hearst Hemsley, like an x-ray of him doing, like, the crotch chop. But, you know... Well, what do you mean? I get it. Because it's a shirt that's actively saying "suck it." I wanted that. I want that APA always pounding ass bar and grill shirt. (laughs) I've never seen that one. (laughs) Oh God! The only the only wrestling shirt that I had was um was a Stone Cold um Austin three sixteen shirt. The the basic one that everyone had. Well, but not really because when I wore it in high school. The few times I wore it in high school, I like no one knew what it, what it was. Really? Yeah. So they that thought, was they weird. Thought like, you were into the Bible. <laughs> no, like so many people were just like, "What does that mean?" It's just like uh, this is like one of the most popular things. How do you not know? Check the uh, check the main chat real quick. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I want that shirt. Uh, yeah, uh, he yeah. just sent us a picture of the always pounding ass shirt for those listening who are curious about that. I mean, uh, I've, I've pretty, I think I've pretty much, um, I grew up with like wrestling, like from the eighties where the whole macho man, Hulk Hogan era and then into this. So, I mean, I've, I saw it continuously basically until I graduate high school and Really, the last day that I stopped watching wrestling was when um, I saw Shane McMahon on WCW. Oh. And I was like, well, wrestling's over, I guess. Like, I was done with it because I didn't. And but then it really did go downhill, I feel like, after that. Well, a lot of people said that that was the start. Yeah. So, so like, going back to the movie, it just like seeing this is just like making me remember like all this stuff, how awesome wrestling was, which is I love hearing things about. Like things that I like looking at that are old stuff is usually like stuff on like old horror movies or like old wrestling stuff and just hearing interviews about all these things. Because usually when you hear interviews about like like people making horror movies or making wrestling, it's just really interesting to me. Yeah. And um because you hear all these crazy stories and like when I listen to the podcast with Jim Cornette or um um Bruce Pritchard, like they're just extremely entertaining and they're usually hilarious. I mean, some of them are sad, but I usually don't listen to those ones because I just want to hear about Shawn Michaels putting, um, making Sonny put lipstick on her face like the Joker while he has sex with her from behind. You know, she should have been a subject on this. You know what? They should do another one of these. She's, She's that lady was not okay for a while. She still is not okay. Oh no! A crew beyond the mat would be exciting. It probably. W- oh, you mean with like today's? I mean, because today's wrestlers are also. I mean, they're just like smarter in a way to where they probably because I feel like with them, they don't love the business probably as much as it was that they do understand like oh I need to get paid somehow, and you know they don't 
they don't have their act on all the time. It is very different. And that's what hurts it probably. And also they're not on drugs all the time. Yeah, that's that's why. And Cornette has talked about this, like they don't work the road like they used to. Um because before like the house shows like this is pre-COVID, house shows like were ha- happening like uh, like three to four times a week. Whereas now it's like you do a live show and like maybe one or two house shows, if even. Um, Usually what it would be would be like you go to your main show, which is like Raw or SmackDown, and then they're in the neighboring town, maybe in a stable yeah. over, that would be your, your house show. Yeah, and and that's the other thing. Like the culture has changed. See, my um, favorite house show was with Hugh Laurie. Thank you. God, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like a modern Beyond the Mat. I don't mean about modern wrestlers, but just maybe like a follow-up. Look at, like kind of like the, when Louis Thoreau did the porn star one. Like, well, I mean, that's what like Dark Side of the Ring is for. Oh, that uh, show is great and sad. That one is, yeah, it's too depressing sometimes. So. And I, I, I love the reenactment scenes so because how, how they're filmed is, you would swear like that's Jimmy Snuka. But it's like they just got a really big buff dude and blurred him. Like the the Hulk Hogan and Macho Man one is so amazing. Like everyone would love that one. That one's just great. Do they talk I about the rapping? I want an animated movie of Macho Man voiced entirely by Bruce Prichard. <laughs> no, but Jake the Snake's impression is pretty amazing too. Though. Oh yeah. Um, um, it's a thing on that WWE network. They do the they have the wrestlers talk know. about stories and stuff like that, yeah. and they animate them. So it's kind of fun. It's not there's not a lot of depressing see, stories. But I would like to see a Macho Man like animated where he's voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like oh, that yeah. would be amazing. But yeah, um, the 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 stories that like each this movie tells each story is pretty fucked up and sad, except McFoley's where um, you're seeing this dude who's like, Oh wow. He really cares about his family. Like he's taking like, and, and that's the thing. He didn't lie. Like, so after this, he really, he really did start to cool down his career. Um, his character started just turning more into uh, he was just there for silliness, but not really as much wrestling. Yeah, I mean, there was one t- one time where he was brought back. This was maybe like a year later for a, a wrestling thing. But then he became Commissioner McFoley. Um, I think that was against Edge. That's when he did that burning <laughs> table spot. Yeah, like, and he, so he was, he, because Vince loved him so much. And like, when Vince likes you, like, he, he won't let go. <laughs> um... What do you think he loves more, Mick Foley or ketchup on his steak? Oh my god! No, he he loves snow cones. <laughs> I, heard oh, a, I heard a story that um he he bought his shaved ice truck, um for for just all the wrestlers during some event, and then Vince McMahon ate like ten of them. I believe, and that. then and then he stood up and he yelled in his Vince McMahon voice, "I love snow cones." <laughs> and, and no one knew how to react because, depending on how you, yeah, and and um, Bruce Pritchard was saying that like, or was it Jim Cornette saying basically? It was Jim Cornette saying when it came to moments like that, you had to really think about how to react 
because it's like, is Vince trying to be funny? Or is he just being <laughs> like, like, but, but, but all, no matter how you if feel does, about um, Vince McMahon, Travis, with, I can't hear you. without, without him, we, we wouldn't have like one of the greatest memes ever. Oh, oh. yeah. And, and so if he didn't exist, we wouldn't just have his reacting to things in a chair. So, so what was that actually for? That was, um, Stacy Keebler showed up. <laughs> 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 I believe it's Tasty Heat. Not 100%. That's amazing. I heard he was a big fan of her. Oh. I mean, you look through like the history of like all the, the Divas era. It's kind of interesting. Um, especially like with Sable, it's like Bitch. poor Mark Marrow. It was just like, man, he's such a jobber. Well, him. Well, it's like hearing about how he dealt with all that, how um, with Sunny and then her, like all the stuff that went on behind the scenes with like all the um, girls during that. It's crazy. Uh, Chris Candido, I believe. Skip. Uh, oh yeah, like the the one with Sunny and like her boyfriend, yeah, who was yeah. just like he was just basically a cuck that that knew and everyone knew, and he just kind of took it. Yeah, because I think he said like um, Paul Bearer's like, dude, you gotta, you gotta get rid of this girl. You can't. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them were just like kind of disgusted with him just because he took it so badly like that. Oh god! But his excuse was Paul. I love her. <laughs> See, like I, I do get the point. Then, like uh, another beyond the mat, but like more of a a retrospective of all the dirt from the Attitude Era. Yeah, then, there's just so much though. Yeah, like, there. So much that has like happened. Like um, it could be about WCW stuff too. Like they could have a whole other thing with them. Oh, that that and that in, in itself is just a mess. Like, and it's it's interesting that they didn't really cover WCW in this that much at all. Like, do they? I, I don't think they even reference it, do they? No, I mean, I, because. I, I, Go ahead, Trey. They, they, um, they wouldn't let them. Uh, oh, that's because, yeah, because WWF was working with them for this. I mean, what's crazy is like Vince McMahon, because, yeah, you hear interviews where people don't know how to react to Vince McMahon, like either on the spot, you could tell him something and he'd be like, get the fuck out. Or he'd be like, OK, but that he would be OK with making this type of documentary where, I mean, it doesn't show show them in like the best light. So it is crazy that he was fine with it. I mean, it shows WWF in the best light, I would say. It's like the stuff outside of it that's kind of like, oof. Also, I heard, I was reading that I think um, they tried to actually stop the filming, but the the, le the legality was you already signed off on it, so we get a film, whatever. And it's like, yeah. And I mean, they, they don't really make WWF look bad. Uh, I mean, because there's there's probably plenty of stuff that they could have used that they probably did get, but they just didn't. I mean, it, it, the, the worst it looks is just, I mean, it's the Mankind story, which isn't even that bad. Um, because it's wholesome. Yeah. And, and then and then the whole Jaws thing, it's like, oh, and, you know, right after this, he, he got paralyzed. And it, but it's like it's not blaming it's not like it's saying that Vince was taking money away from people or any of that type of thing. So it's like, they really don't come yeah. off looking bad in this. Yeah. Compared and, to um, what you would know 
if you just did a little digging on your own, like like online. The the McFoley part when the wife like asks him something and like they're like, wait, why are you asking him that? That goes back to the whole hell in the cell thing. Um, because it's like she's checking his memory because after that that whole incident with like the Undertaker, uh-huh. um, Travis, you know about that, right? Yeah, wait, about what? About Hell in the Cell, where, um, like it, it's one of the craziest matches ever. Where well, they they showed that in the documentary. Wait, you mean like yeah. how he got slammed through the cage? Yeah, and then also to the table and everything. Like, so after that match, it like ended basically. Um, when he went to the hospital, he didn't know who he was or who anyone was. Yeah, because they showed um, a little bit of that. I thought. Yeah, I mean, he talks about how he got the phone call from him, and it was like the first time he ever got a call after, like, after a match where he didn't, where he sounded like he was just babbling. Yeah, and like, like his his wife um, was asking him questions, like after that happened, um, and he's like, "I know who you are, lady," but like he didn't. Um, like, the, the, there's a there's a documentary on the WWE Network that kind of goes more into it, and it's like. Everyone was so scared because it's like, oh my god, this dude doesn't know who anyone or anything is. He doesn't even know his own name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he it's... has like he has like four names though. That's <laughs> also true. He's dude, love Cactus Jack, Mankind, Mick Foley, Santa Claus. <laughs> yes, he is Santa Claus. He he does that. Yeah. I, I went to actually a few. Um, you went and sat on his lap. I did, and I and then I sucked his dick. Oh, well, that took a turn. Oh, man. <laughs> um, this guy's dark. I, I went to a... Uh, second dick is in dark. Um, I went to uh, a few second house shows. Dick is dark, though. <laughs> I went to a few house shows for the WWE during the Attitude Era when it was really popular. And this is the time when um, Stone Cold turned the world on Bret Hart. Um, you're going to cry, Bret? And, yeah, you're going to cry, Bret. <laughs> We're sitting along the railing. And my brother's friend, who is a, um, who back then was a um, a white Irish guy who is now Indian, <laughs> um, he he had an egg in his pocket. He threw, he hurled the egg at his head, and it missed Bret Hart by like two inches. And because when Bret Hart was the champion at the time, he walked out holding the belt over his head because people were throwing shit at him. <laughs> Man. Was this at the pond? Uh, yeah, it was at the pond. Now it's the Honda I, Center. I just wanted. A, I I just wanted. A, I I just wanted a cane mask. That's all I wanted. Hey, remember when the Ender rope broke, cane. Aaron? Yes. Okay. So no, every time, every time they went to a house show, an um, angel got its wings. Or or Jim was working like a um, a wrestling night. I'd be like, can I get a cane mask, please? <laughs> never never got that cane mask that's a shame okay so Bad. so does beyond the mat hold up shred like, yeah actually and it, it's weird this is actually my first time watching this and Shit, really? yeah because i always said oh i'll put aside time and watch it but then i had like all these other wrestling things to watch and, I was like, and then you look at the cover and be like that's really bad photoshop oh it's so bad I, it's like, gross. I don't understand the cover with the rock I mean, he's barely in the movie too, so. Um, 
No, but yeah, it was really good. And I feel like, and it was cool to see like, oh yeah, like I remember that guy. I know that guy. That one promoter with that messed up nose, apparently like that dude grosses me out because you see like all the pores and stuff. But oh um, yeah, but uh, apparently he was going to recreate Evil Knievel's big jump. And I don't know if that ever came to pass or not. He's still alive, apparently. People um, used to be excited about people jumping over things. Um, but yeah, like it was really good. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm not booked. I'm not booked. <laughs> that, that weirdo dude. Yeah. He, he was just, mad. He just wanted to be booked. And it's I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not part of the show. I don't want to be there. It's like, like, stop being a bitch and just go. That's what he wanted to tell. I, I did kind of get what his point though. It's like, why are you now making me the revenue? And it's like, cause I want you there, but you know, it's like, was that wait, was that Terry Funk or Jake the Snake? That was Terry Funk. Terry Funk was talking <laughs> to the guy who was trying to get him to come and be the official. And by the way, I love that Terry Funk got this like huge like send off basically. Well, send off. Yeah, but it's like fucking Bret Hart comes and it's like what the fuck. Um, but uh, the funny thing about that Dennis Stamp guy, uh, I'm not booked. Um, I remember like maybe a few years ago because he passed away. 2017 i think but uh yeah he was um they booked him for like an indie show like during wrestlemania week and then the tweet just said dennis stamp he is booked (laughs) (laughs) wait did he die on a trampoline with weights because it's probably dangerous no yeah i think it was uh, leukemia that's a shame all right aaron does does it hold up um (laughs) yeah most definitely. Um, especially. Are you having a COVID here. right now? No, I have double cheese and extra cheese, double onion, motherfucker. Um, yeah, like as a a relic of this era that was unprecedented. I mean, you know, no no one thought wrestling could be bigger than it was like in the eighties. Um, yeah, it 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 holds up and it really shows like why people were were just hooked on this drama but then it also shows like hey here here's the bad shit about the industry um it can get pretty fucked up uh <laughs> i think watching when i was younger i didn't get that message i just was like oh look at all these cool guys that like i see on tv and then look at these old assholes um but now rewatching it, it's like knowing more. It's like, well, damn. It's like, and but it's interesting seeing um, how how much like certain people where they are now, especially like Jake the Snake, where he's in such a a much better place. Yeah, um, been like a good ending after seeing that. Yeah, like, I, like I don't know about his relationship with his daughter, but um, his artsy daughter with her her journal. Um, <laughs> Apparently they're all good now, and he gets to see his grandchildren all the time. Oh, see, I mean, damn. But I did want to mention that about his daughter. She was totally terrified of him. I mean, crazy druggies. I mean, you know, you do a lot of drugs and carry around a a giant python. Like, like, like when he talks about that girl, like you know, maybe you know, maybe I just make her nine. You know, she'll be she have like eight kids and like. (laughs) Have you seen oh, the? Uh, have you seen the uh, the 
the interview. Well, no, the promo he did for who's wrong off his ass. It's one of the no. It, it's okay to <laughs> laugh at it now, I think, because he's all right. But he's all oh right. my, I'll I'll post it in the in the chat. Pulls up. All right, Travis. Uh, yeah. Um, it's 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 a it's a weird one for me because it's like, I mean, I really, I mean, I think this is one of those trailers for a movie that I've seen like a hundred times because it was on. I'm pretty sure it was on the basketball VHS, and so every time I watched basketball, I would see this trailer. Um, but then it was also like 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 I said, I I. I when I watched wrestling in high school, it was really just so I would know what was being talked about, so I could join in the conversation when you when when uh, Nick and our friends Robert and Mike would talk about it. Um, but I don't I don't really care too much about wrestling. I think I think the movie's fine. Like I would say it does hold up because there's still enough in it that's entertaining. Other than the fact that the movie looks like it was made in the eighties, um, <laughs> yeah. as far as quality's concerned, like like. Uh, I mean, I know it came out when we were in high school, but I, but even when you said it was like 99, 2000, I'm like that, that that's not possible. Yeah. Uh, it looks, it looks really old. Yeah. It really looks dated and old now. Um, but you know, it's still, it's, it's like I said, I don't care too much about wrestling, but it's still an entertaining enough watch, I guess. But it, it's also weird. Cause it's like when the rock does show up in the, in the documentary, and you're like, well, why wasn't he like a main focus of this? Well, it's because he wasn't The Rock. Like, I mean, he, well, do you he wasn't Dwayne Johnson. He, do you notice he has a southern accent? Is, is it just me? No, he. It, it felt like he had, like, he had a fit, like he would, like that was part of his his character. Like, it seemed like he had an accent when even Dude, when we. It's so when it's, his character would speak, he didn't. He didn't speak like that. It's so no, it's so weird. He, when he had a conversation, when he was just talking to them, he's like. He's like, hell, you know, um, that's how they are with the Rock. They hate the Rock, and I'm just like, what is happening? Why I wonder if it's just like because that? of all because of because of everyone else that he was just around in that era that it just. I mean, but like, he's from Texas. Like, he went to like Texas. He's the Brahma like, Bull, that's where bro. He went to school. That's why I'm just like, maybe he, he's always had accent. Now he covered it with the. He's also talking like. Very talking small. with a really cool candy ass. Oh, I know he's not swollen. Like up. in this, watching this, it's like I can't, I can't think of it. Like it feels like The Rock was never buff. Like I mean, was he's never like he's always been buff. But then it's like, well, you watch this, and it's like this ain't this ain't no Dwayne Johnson. Well, yeah, this was like, this was like at like the 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 start of the height of his career. Um, he, I think the only reason why he's not covered as much is because like. Compared to all the other wrestlers, when you hear stories about The Rock, he's it's like, not crazy. Oh yeah, yeah he's kind of sure. like a clean living. Like yeah, apparently he was just really relaxed and like like. Well, and and, and and you can almost see that like like it shows when he's just talking to Mick Foley and talking to Mick Foley's family, um, and all that stuff. It's like you can just tell that it there it's it's a character, and then it's him. Yeah, and yeah. then even even like Stone Cold like coming in, being like, oh, you know. Hopefully we get to hang out with the kids. It's like this is weird. Yeah, they're they they just want to have like a barbecue, like a family barbecue, basically. Yeah, but it wasn't like I, I don't Roddy Piper wanting to like yes just get smashed with everyone. It's so it's like it's weird. It's like I don't think I would ever watch this again by choice, but it it does. Other than other than like I said, other than the actual film quality, it does hold up. Like 
like like I I never need to watch it again, but I'm not going to say it was bad or that I didn't enjoy yeah, watching it's, it. It's just like a it's just like a good documentary. Like that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So I mean, so so it's fine. And so yeah, I would I guess yeah, it's, it holds up. Um, next question. No, Nick. Uh, now it's your turn. Um, oh, real, quick, real quick. Yeah. Um, so I was looking up those two guys that they uh, that had their tryout match. Um, oh no. So no, they're both okay, I guess. <laughs> they just um, have normal jobs. Well, I well they were wrestling like for a while, I guess after the fact. And uh, let's see, I'm trying to find the actual. Did they stop finally, or? I mean, they didn't really go anywhere in terms of like. I, I would just imagine there's like some mess hall or like like gym rec center where it says like beyond the mat stars. Maybe yeah, and then like um, the one guy Tony Jones um, I think um, yeah, he showed up on WWE Heat. Oh my god! Speaking of speaking of gyms, anyways, yeah, someone just someone just showed up to the to the podcast. We're 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 finishing up talk about Beyond the Mat gym. Um, but yeah, this guy lost to Eugene and Gene Snitsky on his uh, his last uh. WWE matches. Shred sounded like a white guy, so I was kind of confused on who else was on the podcast. Oh, all right. Shred normally sounds like the like in the African dream. By the way, yes. All right. Weird. So, but yeah. So, Nick, uh, you're 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 up for does Beyond the Mat hold up? Um, I would say it definitely holds up. It's um, like looking back on it, um, like this wrestling era, and this is why I hate like wrestling today so hard. Um, because back then how funny it was and I just felt how it was just a great, it was like real entertainment to me. Um, and just watching this and this, if this was like basketball, if this was the last dance with like basketball documentaries usually make me cry. This one did not. Um, I just enjoyed watching it. What? We're getting one with, uh, the last dance crew, um, I think it's Vince McMahon that they're making one on. They said they were doing oh, one. I forget who it was, but I remember it being announced. It's Vince. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, that won't make me cry, but because it's not about basketball. But there this is a great movie. It was great. <laughs> and um, Man, I would de- definitely recommend that, it. Vince McMahon is actually on a um, on that that show with Mark Summers about how they make things for snow cones. So. Double dare. <laughs> Wait, unwrapped? Yeah, unwrapped, and they have a big portion with a Vince McMahon on it. <laughs> I love Snow. That's amazing. Oh my god, Jim! By I any chance, the... did you actually happen to watch this movie, or nah? You didn't get a time. Um, I I, I watched I watched it every night before I go to bed, bro. No, I, I I didn't because I was watching um the Karate Kid. Oh, Cobra Kai. So, okay. So so I couldn't I couldn't watch it, but um. Then, then, remember, then you don't have to answer it. about whether or not it held up. No, 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 it does. So because, no, you don't know because the, the attitude era was the best era of uh, that all. That doesn't time. rhyme. There you go. Well, um, I don't know. You know that story about how like Vince got everyone and they're all drunk at like a strip club or something. All the boys are there, and and then he let them do moves on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard and that. and I think he he said he because Brett wasn't drunk, but he was like, he's like, you're not, you're not, you're, no wait. And I think it was like. You gotta hit the doomsday device. He was talking to the to the Legion of Doom, 
you gotta hit the doomsday device on me and they're like i don't know if we should do this one it was that or the heart attack it, it was one of those things. i think it was i think it was the do well i know a lot of people say that they hated one of the worst finishers was the um was the legion of dooms finisher just because it was just it was painful and kind of hard to avoid like getting hurt on those and a lot of people injured themselves with it wait that's the one where they wanted to do it on vince because they let him and they're like okay no, they, they were reluctant. I think it was that, or it was the oh, heart no, attack. It, I, yeah, no, it, yeah, it was the heart foundations one that they yeah. did it on him and hurt him because they wanted to. Yeah, that's just Vince was a madman. That's yeah. very true. <laughs> yeah. All right, Shred, uh, do you have anything to recommend? Where can people find you? If, yeah. Um, yeah, you can find me at Obscure Alex on Twitter, Instagram. Um, let's see. Well, I watched, uh, you know what? I had a, I saw that Wonder Woman movie and I wasn't too crazy about it. No um, one was. Original? No, the the new one that came out. Um, I don't, I didn't. Better than the original. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it the way I liked it. Well, because you hate women. women. You no, hate women, sorry. I, I love the first one. <laughs> but I, th- I think I like the setting more. And cause it what about the like mustache? I love the that first guy. movie. Yeah, okay. the actor's good, but that that mustache is the most embarrassing thing about it. Mr. Not, not awesome. until the end, though. Um, but like, I think um, uh, I you know I think my my issue is like the it's called Wonder Woman eighty four, and it doesn't feel like like they use the eighties setting at all. Like 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 they're like at the beginning and then yeah, and it's like okay, like oh like there's political strife and oh they're wearing 80s clothes and it's like it didn't really seem like it was necessary but yeah i, I love the mandalorian who doesn't all right aaron um you can find me at obscure aaron on twitter and instagram uh, um uh recommendations uh oh shameless is back um the final season on Showtime. Uh, it's been pretty good. Um, a new episode tonight, so I will I will watch that. Um, yeah, it's a shameless. Cause I'm shameless. All right. Uh, you can find me playing Travis Twitter, Instagram. Um, as far as recommendations go, I got a couple. Um, and I'm I'm gonna list them off now. First, I recommend. Uh, Tushy bidets, uh, just because uh, I got a bidet for sounds Christmas, like a, like a, and I installed it. Like hey, you're a bidet, hey, bidet. Uh, that sounds like a, your bidet, like a, brother. Like a burlesque answer. Up on stage, tushy bidet. It's tushy bidet, <laughs> but uh, I yeah. I so uh, it's it's delightful. I'm using way less toilet paper, which is amazing, and it's it's like my buttles being kissed by an angel. Do you Two get rolls. boners when you? You get boners? No, no, that's weird. Don't make this weird. So, Did, is it true that you used to use two rolls uh, per wipe? Uh, no, because I use three. Um, dinner rolls. Boom. And then the other thing I recommend is is Lark water bottles. They're amazing. L A R Q. Uh, it's just, it's a, it's a water bottle that basically does its own purifying and self-cleaning. So it never gets that weird smell. Wow. Are you serious, Lark? Yes. (laughs) 
And they are not sponsors, even though they've sponsored plenty of podcasts, but we don't have sponsors. I just legitimately have one and like it. So, so there's that. And also, uh, I watched the Doctor Who special and it was okay. Yeah. Like it was better. It was better than a lot of the era, the current era. Like I, and because I think part of it's because Captain Jack came back. Oh, wow. Travis, these things cost eighty-five fucking dollars. What's up, Travis? These bottles are eighty-five dollars. Jesus. Well, that, that that's wow. if you get the the less expensive one. Mister Money, well, look at this whale over here. Yeah, no, no, but it's also because of the the whole they've got the insulation. You can there's 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 cheaper there's ones that are less expensive, but they don't do the whole keeping your water cold for twenty four hours thing. Hey, you know what? You you buy a hydro flask or a or a Takea bottle like I've got. You get yourself a Brita thing. There you go. You don't need to or spend you, or, you move, or you move to the Antarctic. Well, yeah. But the whole like point to, of this too is that, like I said, you know, the bottle COVID itself self cleans. Oh, so you so you know that. like you never you'll never get like that weird smell because it kills its own bacteria. Like a stinky dick. Yes. I'd exactly. Like Kiefer Sutherland keep my water cold for twenty four hours. That, that was the whole Sutherland? season. Oh, twenty four. Is that what he said? Yes. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah the new um, Doctor Who was pretty good. Uh, it was delightful <laughs> seeing Captain Jack come back. Um, and, oh, and, he did. And he was, and it, it was just okay. And if no, he he he, he was amazing. <laughs> but everything else around it was. No, no, no. The, the rest of the episode, this is this was legitimately one of the better episodes of the series uh, since since the new era began. Has it become just a say, giant just say because it's a woman. Thing? Oh no, she's a awesome. The problem is this. No, like what Aaron and I both have discussed is that the the show is more interested in making the characters interesting than also giving us interesting stories. So it's like it puts character above yeah. story. You don't get a good balance. It yeah, just it needs to be both because she's awesome. Does Captain Jack become a giant yeah. talking head at the end of the episode? No, but they talk more about Boshane Peninsula. Oh, what is that? Where he's from? Why he became the? Why he's referred to? Because there's a whole there's there's two characters on the show, and there some people believe he becomes one of them, but he probably doesn't. I'll fight you. So I know Aaron hates that. But but yeah no it was delightful it was a it was a I I still miss having the Doctor Who special be on Christmas um, I wish they would go back to that but just because it that feels more like tradition but but it's fine it's cool you, you know it's also cool. yeah what, what's also cool is losing your Ant Man in a, a raid node but whatever <laughs> that 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 happens sometimes you, sometimes you got to learn how to fold them or something. you a gambler. Yeah. Was it on Christmas? When was it released? New Year's Day. Wow. They refer to it as just like the holiday special now, but really it's been on New Year's Day since uh, Chris Chibnall took over as showrunner. He's the showrunner since Jodie Whittaker has become the doctor. Is that Destro? No, Jodie Whittaker. Oh, okay. Destro is Christopher Eccleston, bro. So, yeah. All right. Well, Jim, do you want to recommend anything this week? Or are you cool? 
Um, yeah, no, I recommend. Okay, I recommend, but I also don't recommend the Karate Kid, like or Cobra Kai. If you've watched Karate Kid, yeah, but like just watching it, I'm like, this show's just—it's really stupid and bad, but I love it. Like, it's just what it is. It it's just—it's—it's it's so it, funny because you really love the first season. I, I the second season, the ending. You're just like, this is just like, this is bananas. And then this one happens, and you're like, wow, this is all dumb, but it's like, hey, he just referenced part two. Hey, he referenced part three. Hey, he referenced part one. And and it's fine. I know it's dumb, and I'm always going to keep watching it because I, I do like this universe, but it's very dumb TV. <laughs> and Those movies aren't exactly like like high caliber, I mean, so it works. They're, they're not, yeah. I've never and, seen and the show, like, though. And shout out to Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue in the makeup department on this one. Um, spoiler but, alert! Um, spoiler alert! <laughs> but um, but uh, she is not yet. No, but I'm I'm sure the uh, the bad guy from part two is in it. Um, I saw that from Okinawa. So, but also, um, uh, there's just a home invasion that happens where I'm like, this isn't normal for teenagers to be doing this. <laughs> um, and and warring and karate clans. It's just this. I, I'm just never going to the valley. Is what I'm saying. That's so. probably that's probably a good idea. Beat Valley. Yeah, I recommend it if if you really love the Karate Kid for some reason, um, but also just want something that's really dumb that you can't defend that it's like really good because it's it's not it's only good because I love the nostalgia of Karate Kid. So, well, there you have it. I also cold beans. I recommend cold beans. You recommend, who doesn't? Oh, don't bring up cold beans right now. It's a it's a it's a topic. It's a whole thing. What Nick recommend? I no. didn't recommend it. I know that's why I'm going to Nick because Nick goes last. The only reason, yeah. Oh, um, I want to recommend uh this um double the Korean horror series double cheese double cheese motherfucker. I want to um. What I want to recommend Sweet Home, which is a Korean um horror series on Netflix. It's fucking fantastic. It's kind of like it's almost like Resident Evil and a zombie movie combined. Like if if um The Walking Dead the show was good, it would be uh, this. And um and then I also no I just was the um the Mandalorian. Like I knew the spoiler because I asked Aaron. He said, "Do you want to know?" And I said, "Yes." Oh wow! And he told me. But then when I watched it, didn't even matter. Like I, I almost started crying because I was so excited that it was Luke Skywalker. Spoiler and alert for anyone who's not then up to I date. I did cry. I'm sorry to everyone who hears this, but I'm also sorry to um, when Baby Yoda touches face and I fucking cried. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, that, thank you, like, Johnny Fabs. Like seeing the X-wing fly up, and you're like, no way. And then, yeah. and then just, and then seeing him actually, like, suit, actually be a Jedi, where he's he's force tossing and like even force crushing and like just blocking everything. It's just like he like they gave us what we actually wanted. And then, yes. um, and then the moments just with with uh with Baby Yoda, just like yeah, it's it's like it was just like oh my god, it's so so sad. So when he gets older, do you think he'll hey we can call Baby Yoda? Well, because he's because his name's Grogu. I don't care what you say. He's, his, that guy's Baby Yoda. His name's Grogu. 
I want to hear you say it. <laughs> no. I'm going to hear you say it. <laughs> you no, know you sound like a bad guy in the karate kid. Yeah, probably. Ooh. Sweep the name. Sweep the, the knee. Like no, a... no mercy. His name is Grogu. And the Mandalorian was just like, I love my son. <laughs> and then, and, and, and yeah. he said, and he's like, I renounce my wish. Or happy. Oh, that's a spoiler alert, fool. Is it? Does, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. I'm president. I did, I did see him in the, the movie We Can Be Heroes or whatever, which is a Robert Rodriguez like kid movie. Yeah, it's like a weird, it's in the same universe as Shark Boy Lava Girl. My kids loved the hell out of it. Um, I mean, it, it was a cool kids movie, and then you hear him talking, and um, I mean, that, it, it was it, it's a cool kids movie, and then we watch Shark Boy Love a Girl. I'm like, this is fucking bananas. I'm not karate kid bananas. Yeah, that it, it it makes more sense than than Cobra Kai. But <laughs> no, Shark Boy Love a Girl. Like, how can this be a spinoff when they're actually like that's from his imagination? That's not real. Well, in his imagination, there's an alt- there's a universe where they just do exist. So there you go. Maybe it is in the kid's oh. imagination. I don't know. But oh, there's no George Lopez. Shit. Oh, yeah. shit. That's a shame. Yeah. Uh, yeah, George George Lopez is uh, an MVP of that movie. Um, that, that, that was great. The giant face. Yeah, with, with, with the giant face. And he's even confused that he is a giant face when he sees himself. Spoiler alert. And then he fixes but, um, his collar and such. Yeah. The, the the problem with them, we can be heroes. Is there's there's a, a daughter and a um and a grown up that both their power is singing and it, it could get embarrassing, but other than that, it's fine. <laughs> well, all right. Well, there there you have it. Beyond the mat, he's gonna puke or something. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. That drives the girls wild I've got the moves That really move them I said chill Up and down their spine I'm just a sexy boy I'm not your boy toy I'm just a sexy boy I'm not your boy toy I make them hot I make them shiver their knees get weak Whenever I'm around They see me walk They hear me talk I make them feel Like they're on cloud nine I'm just a sexy boy, sexy boy. 